The title of this morning's devotion is My Graveyard. And the text is Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Philippians 3, 7 and 8. And the word of God reads, but what things were gained to me, these I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a man who was martyred by the Nazis during World War II. And he wrote something that's become a very famous saying. When a man calls, when Christ calls a man, he bids him to come and die. And we see throughout the Bible as well as throughout history, missionaries, preachers, they had to give up many things. There's a cost in discipleship. And this is kind of my story of the cost of discipleship. May is usually the month in Arkansas when graves of relatives and friends are visited and decorations are added to them. And my soul is a graveyard that contains the things of this world that I have given up for the Lord Jesus Christ and the gospel. Come with me. Let's take a walk and look at the headstones in front of the usual ones that plague all mankind. The first engraving on the first headstone is called pride. This one keeps trying to come back to life and has to be reburied daily. It is the largest plot in the graveyard because my pride is so huge. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goeth before destruction and an haughty spirit before fall. The next gravestone has engraved on the headstone, selfishness, same as pride. It has to be confessed and repented of daily. This has been the major part of my life, even after I was saved. And then and the third gravestone has covetousness. I'm daily bombarded within and without with things that are supposed to make my life better, make me feel like my life is not complete. The Bible says, be content with food and clothing. That's all we need. And the Lord has promised to provide all our necessities. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy. Hebrews 13, 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's the first row. The others are in back of them. Number four is alcohol. I buried this right after I was saved. Honestly, I did not like the taste of any of it. So it was not a big deal to bury and forget. Jesus said he would not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom comes, and that's good enough for me. I took a vow of sobriety in 1973. Besides, with the Holy Spirit living in me, I have no need for getting drunk because the Spirit keeps me from loneliness, 
boredom, and depression. I get up out of bed, and my, as soon as my feet hit the floor in the morning, I'm ready to go. And uh, the Lord just gives me a spirit of joy, a spirit of peace, a spirit of love all day and all night. Mark 14, 25, verily I say unto you, I will not, I drink no more of the fruit of the vine until that day that I drink it new in the kingdom of God. I look forward to the day that we all meet at the table at the marriage feast of the lamb and the Lord himself pours us a drink. And that's when I will drink the fruit of the vine. Not until then. Number five is cursing. This one is easy, was easy too. My Catholic Baltimore Catechism called cursing calling down evil on a person, place, or thing. It's been buried and forgotten. Colossians 3.8. But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication coming out of your mouth. Stealing. Number six. When I was saved, I buried this divide desire and forgot about it as well since my old life is hidden in christ jesus ephesians 4 28 let him that stole steal no more but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth lying number seven the bible says to speak the truth with all men lying is dead and buried ephesians 4 25 Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. This row is relatively recent compared to the first three rows. These are freshly dug, dug graves. Immorality. I love my life. I love my wife for 47 years, but never realized how much until she was gone. The Lord took away all desire for emotional and physical intimacy from me. I took the vow of a eunuch, and he has helped me keep that vow. But I still see my wife in dreams. We go places, and we spend time together. Proverbs 5.19, let her be as the loving hind in pleasant row. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times, and be thou ravished always with her love. Number nine, games. I have spent a lot of money on games and computer equipment. It seems that games were an impetus to upgrade computer equipment, monitor, memory, faster CPU, etc. Or buy a game console or device. I spent a great deal of time playing games to the degree it became a stumbling block to my Christian growth. So the Lord convicted me and I gave them up. I deleted Steam and all games from my computer. I admit it was hard, but necessary. The grave, this grave, number 10, this grave needs to be dug and get a headstone, but I haven't given this one over to the Lord yet, but I need to. Science fiction. Why science fiction? I've always been a science fiction fan, science fiction buff, but I heard a speaker at Bob Jones University, and it's on Sermon Audio, and he said that he had to give up science fiction. And I, I wondered why, why give up science fiction? The reason is science fiction is linked to evolution for one thing, but for another science fiction says that mankind is getting better. 
that one day we'll all evolve, that we won't murder anymore, that we'll live in a pleasant society, that the new millennium, the mankind's millennium, will be brought about by mankind. And uh, we know from the Bible that that's not right. That's not going to happen. Mankind gets worse as time goes on. He does not get better. And the only thing that's the redemption of mankind is a heart transplant. And the only one that's in the business of a heart transplant is the Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us a new heart, a heart that has feelings, a heart that is sympathetic, a heart that loves. And you won't find that in any of the works of men. But you only find that in the works of the Lord. So, yes, I need to give up science fiction. There are many more plots available to be filled that the Lord convicts me of sins that need to be repented of and buried at least six foot under. So there is the graveyard of my soul. Thank you.